0: Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro podcast, the athlete development podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. I'm your host, Tola Ugulewe, and this is episode 865. Sacrifice is about perspective. Seek help at every level and change takes time is arguably the greatest female squash player in the history if not the greatest she was world number one in the sport for a record 151 months today on the show malaysian star Nicole david yes squash isn't one of the most popular sports in the world i for one can't remember the last time i watched a squash match but it doesn't take away from the athletes who succeed in it one of those athletes is nicole david nicole was five years old when she started playing squash and by the age of eight he was receiving expert coaching all that investment paid off when in 1992 She won the silver medal in the under 14 category of the Penang State Junior Championship. Fast forward 7 years to 1999, she won the World Junior Squash Championship in Antwerp, Belgium making her the youngest woman to become World Junior Champion at the age of 15. Two years later, she successfully defended the title becoming only the second player in history. win world juniors twice of course at that time she was the first to do it on the junior circuit she won almost all there was to win the british junior open german junior open the sea games and the asian junior championships In, in 2000 she turned pro and won her first title after just one month the youngest ever to do so 2005 was her coming out party a year in which she won seven titles including the world open title that year she was defeated only twice and was voted by her fellow members as the wispa player of the year in january of the following year she became world number one for the first time she is the first malaysian and first asian woman to be ranked world number one in the sport in 2006 she defended a world open title and also won six championships. 2008 was the best year. She won 10 titles and went undefeated the entire season. Unprecedented. She didn't suffer a defeat until five months into 2009. That year, she won seven titles, including a fourth World Open title. In 2010, she was inducted into the World Squash Federation Hall of Fame and declared the 12th legend of the sport. That same 2010, she continued a domination, spending her 42nd consecutive month at the top of the rankings. She also equaled the record for most World Open titles at five. Another achievement was winning the US Open for the third straight year, the first male or female to achieve this feat. When all was said and done, she spent 151 consecutive months as world number one she won the world open title a record eight times as well as the British open five times today is your mentor guys and there are three lessons I want you to learn from Nico David the first lesson guys is sacrifice is about perspective sacrifice is about perspective like I said in the intro guys yes I know that um you might not watch squash no it's not something that you would uh, turn on the tv to exactly watch but you see the athletes that participate in it yes it's a varied form of tennis in a way but this time you're hitting the ball against the wall and of course it has its own rules but you see when you see athletes who dominate sports like this you should sit up and take notice in terms of the difficulty of that sport and what they have had to do to achieve legendary starters. You see one of the things that we always talk about generally you hear coaches talk about it you hear players everybody talks about it is that you you have to sacrifice right you, you just have to sacrifice you see there are two ways to look at this right and the second way is the lesson that i wanted to learn from nicole david the first one is the traditional way in terms of just knowing up front right that you're going to have to give something to get something said that many times on the podcast right that you are going to have to give something to get something it's it's more or less like a game of trade-offs right yes this is what you want to achieve in the sport okay what are you willing to give in return to guarantee that you achieve that thing those are the questions right okay you want to be a b-level athlete yes what you might be willing to give or what you might have to give will be lesser than when you say you want to become an a-level athlete you know just like looking at it like Kobe Bryant who you know from the get-go decided that they wanted to be legends like they wanted to be the greatest of all time to do that sport so it meant that what they were going to give would have been higher so the first one right off the bat right is the trade-off in the sense that okay I'm gonna to have to give something to get something what is the thing that I have to give to get what I have said I want if you want to be a mediocre athlete now obviously the things you're going to have to give are less right and it's not going to be it's not going to entail that much sacrifice but you see the flip side of the sacrifice discussion which nicole david teaches us is that it is all about perspective now one side of athletes are looking at it that okay what do i have to give to get but you see for nicole david she never even from the get-go looked at it like it was sacrifice right she never even looked at it like it was a sacrifice on this point she herself says you know in terms of this discussion around sacrifice and everything she has to do she said it never occurred to me that i was sacrificing anything because i loved what i was doing i thought it was part of the deal to enjoy the whole process of trading hard making it count stepping out of my comfort zone to do what i do If I kept to the process with time and patience, I could achieve my goals. I'm just going to let that simmer in for a bit before I read it again, right? Just just take a minute to listen to what she's saying. It never occurred to me that I was sacrificing anything because I loved. That's the key word there. I loved what I was doing. I thought it was part of the deal. To enjoy the whole process of training hard, making it count stepping out of my comfort zone to do what i do if i kept to the process with time and patience i could achieve my goals that's why i said sacrifice guys is about perspective why others are looking at it as a trade-off why others are looking at it as a, a competition in and of itself for someone like nicole david she switched the perspective and she just believed that it's part of the process is what i have to do if i give it time and patience i will get what i want so you see there there's so many athletes right who cannot switch their perspective in terms of looking at things from only one angle hey tola why do i have to sacrifice this why do i have to sacrifice my playtime why do i have to sacrifice time with my friends and all of that why don't you switch your perspective a little bit and look at it from the angle that one it may just be part of the process. That's one perspective to look at it. That, okay, I've said I've, I want to become an athlete. I want to do this. You know, I, I think I have the tools and the requirements and all of that. You know, that's amazing, right? It is one of those things that comes with it, right? You know, it's just like saying you want to go to university, you want to go to college, and you don't want to study. You know, the taller just play all through, right? And when exams come around, I write my exams. Of course, you're going to fail right the sacrifice quote unquote is that those extra times that you want to do other things because of what you have signed up for it's something that you have to do so at certain times guys you always have to switch your perspective it's just like when i was looking i was listening to jim Rohn at one time you know and you know one of his lectures and he was talking to this group of people And the question came or or he got to a point in his speech where he was talking about people saying that life is hard. And the guy responds, that's Jim Rohn himself, and says, life is hard compared to what? That's a perspective shift. Because the people that are saying that life is hard, what are they comparing it with? Let them tell us. Right? So if you switched your perspective from, oh, life is hard, and you're like, compared to what? it immediately gives you a different orientation because what exactly are you comparing life to it's not like you've lived another life somewhere it's not like there are two parallel lives you know that 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 are going side by side that you can easily compare it's a game of perspective guys. sacrifice is about perspective you can look at it as you suffering yourself you can look at it as you putting yourself through the strain you can look at it as you giving something to get something so more or less like you're losing out so to speak you can look at it that, like that or you can look at it from the perspective of nico david where hey i didn't even think i was sacrificing anything i just felt it was part of the process and that's why she said it never occurred to me that i was sacrificing anything because i love what i was doing i thought it was part of the deal to enjoy the whole process of training hard making it count Stepping out of my comfort zone to do what I had to do. If I kept to the process with patience and time, I could achieve my goals. I could achieve my goals. What a perspective shift. That's the first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Nico David. Sacrifice is about perspective. Number two lesson, guys, is seek help at every level. Seek help at every level now one of the things i mentioned in the intro right was how she was a dominant junior like nobody's even going to take that away from her she was a dominant junior in everything that she was doing but you see when nicole made the transitions to the professional ranks and of course yes won her first title within a month of competing or, or something ridiculous like that right you know obviously it wasn't all smooth sailing because she had to progress up the ranks you know it's just like when you're going up what got you here won't get you there and all of those things you see one of the key and defining things that nicole david did was that she worked with sports psychologists right every step of the way every phase of her career and why was she doing that she wanted to learn something new about herself in order to handle factors such as our own expectations, outside expectations, and even facing different opponents. Like, wow, when I saw that part in Nicole Davis' story, you know, it just justified everything that I said that, hey, look, it doesn't matter if you watch squash or if you were a squash player. None of that matters. What matters is that this is a legend of a sport. How were they able to do it? how were they able to achieve it this is a lady right who at every phase of her career right she was working with sports psychologists one she wanted to learn something new about herself that's one right why did she want to learn something new about herself because she wanted to handle factors of her own expectations fear of success fear of failure right she wanted to handle outside expectations pressure dealing with the pressure that people were going to put on her right and facing different opponents I'm playing this type of opponent today how do I handle it? You see, I've always said this guys and you know if you're new to the podcast you might not have heard it before but I've always said this you see it is extremely important guys that you master the mental aspects of the game. It is extremely important. believe me you you as in is something that you cannot do without that mental aspect of the game this is an athlete who realizes that hey i have my own expectations that might throw me off they are the expectations of other people and then how do i deal with facing different opponents one of the questions that i always ask athletes right is you're a young athlete you're trying to become elite let me ask you a question when it comes to working on the mental game you see all these organizations you know so your sports teams in different sports they have mental coaches and sports psychologists. Why do you think so? These are the elite of the elite athletes, right? The athletes who have gotten to that level that you're trying to get to. They're, they're, they're at the top of the pyramid, right? They're at the top of the pile. But the team that employs them has mental coaches and sports psychologists. So how much more you, the young athlete who is trying to get there, you think you don't need it all well and good? But it tells you something. You see, this story from David, it tells you, it reinforces that point that you must seek help specifically when it comes to working on the mental game. The way that your own expectations will affect you are different from the way the expectations of others would affect you. Handling confidence issues, right? Imposter syndrome, the list is endless visualization preparing for matches which is part of what she's talking about here in terms of hey i'm going to be facing different opponents how do i handle it she worked with sports psychologists at every phase of her career at every phase of her career that is worthy of note and it's one of the things that you have to pen down number two lesson guys from nicole david seek help at every level seek help at every level and the final lesson guys is change takes time change takes time i see so many young athletes right who you know you you started playing your sport today that's one example and then you want to be a legend by tomorrow right you started implementing something new today and by next week you want to have mastered it right and that's why bruce lee said that quote right look i feared not the man who has practiced 1,000 kicks once, right? So you're practicing different kicks one time. Once you do do it, once you move on because you think you're an expert. Guy says, no. I fear the guy who has practiced one kick 1,000 times, which means in order to master that kick, it will take time. I've shared with you this example of Usain Bolt, right? At certain points in his career when they needed to make changes, either to his technique, they needed to work on something new or whichever one it is. And his coach will tell him that, look, you're going to get slower before you get faster. You're going to get slower before you get faster because of this thing that we are working on. Same thing, guys, happened to Nicole Davis. So after she had turned pro, right? And of course, um, she won her first tournament within the first few months. Everyone expected that it was going to be rosy, but it wasn't. You see, after that win, she went through a difficult period where she experienced challenges, right over the next few years. And of course what that did was that it knocked off uh, it knocked her off her footing, right? She wasn't winning as consistently as she was and she herself says I was having trouble adjusting to the transition from junior to senior squash and I was becoming very frustrated. I needed to find a game changer, right? And what was that game changer? What was that thing that she did? She moved to Australia to work with a new coach. She moved to Australia to work with a new coach. She had to change her style. So She herself, you know, talking about that experience, said, it was a very humbling experience. I had to change my style of play, and this took some adjustments. Old habits are hard to break. I lost a few games in the process, but that did not deter me. As time passed, my level of confidence improved. And I was able to take control of my game. Eventually, I started winning. And winning consistently. Guys, change takes time. Change takes time. So, imagine for someone like Nicole David, right? She had made the change, you know, decided to move to Amsterdam, work with a new coach and all of that. And because it wasn't working the first few months, you know, she decided to stop. Or she decided to change. Do you think we'll be hearing her name right now? do you think i would be talking about her on today's episode of the podcast absolutely not because she would not have given time for that change i remember on instagram a few months back i saw this um this video from i can't remember who where he was giving the example of microwavable food and food that you have to cook right so he talks about you know everybody wants it microwavable these days right you buy the food throw it in the in the microwave you know pop it one minute two minutes comes out you want to eat right but you see the point with the microwave is that it's just warming the food it's not cooking the food right so at the heart of the food it's not being cooked it's just being warmed as opposed to the cook that has gone through the fire gone through that cooking a lot of athletes you want that microwavable stuff right but you see change it takes time she had to change her game she had to adjust to new environments she lost some matches in the process at the beginning but guess what because she gave it time because she waited because she wasn't in a hurry what happened what happened she started waiting and now greatest of all time guys you look 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 you cannot beat this and that's why whatever it is you're working on you have to give it time you've been working on this technique for one week and you think that you should have mastered it right you're trying something new and you just started one month ago and you think you should have mastered it it doesn't work that way guys change takes time i see if you do not give it time there's a problem the only caveat that i have guys is that you have to make sure you're working on the right thing because if you're working on the wrong thing no matter the 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 time that you give to it you devote to it you're wasting your time because you're working on the wrong thing to start with so the foundation itself is faulty and the foundation itself is wrong. So you have to ensure that you're working on the right thing. How do you ensure you're working on the right thing? You work with experts that know what they're doing, that are experts in that field. You work with an expert mental coach like myself. You work with an expert physical coach who understands the physical aspect of your sport. You work with an agent, right? Who is an expert in the business aspect of the sport, in coming up with a strategy, a plan, a path for your career athlete master, guys episode 865 nico david sacrifice is about perspective seek help at every level and change takes time change takes time head over to the website guys check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast know that it's a resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail toller at athletemaestro.com toller at athlete maestro.com i catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from a legend in nicole david i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day